0: This is the Holistic Alpha Podcast, number 506. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful to be able to do this and for you guys taking the time and energy to listen and grateful to be on this path of growing and learning and expanding and improving together. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of this tribe. We're going to talk about the four pillars of erections Before we do that, there's something that came up on our Inner Circle Zoom call earlier today. So I do a Zoom call every weekday for the guys in Inner Circle, which by the way, that's going to be reopening again soon. I would love for you guys to join us there. I think you'll love it. But there's something that came up on that call earlier today. And that was the idea of when we need to have compassion for ourselves. See, as we move forward on this journey of growth, we do need to have standards. We do need to get better. We do need to be able to either look inward or literally stand in front of a mirror and and say to ourselves, "Dude, you got to be better at this or you're coming up short in this way or this part of life has to improve and has to change." We need to be able to be firm with ourselves and we need to have standards and discipline and be willing to do things even when we don't want to do them. But then on the other side of it, we also need to have compassion for ourselves and realize that We're human beings. And as a human being, that means we're going to make mistakes. That means we're going to come up short. You're not going to get through a single day executing it to perfection, let alone getting through days or weeks or months or years at a time. Perfection is not the standard. And if we try to hold ourselves to that and we beat ourselves up every time we come up the littlest bit short, number one, we're going to be miserable. And number two, it can often be counterproductive. Because we just actually lower our energetic vibration when we're too hard on ourselves. So it's very important for us to be able to strike a balance where, yeah, we are willing to have those tough conversations with ourselves. We are willing to work on things and acknowledge where things need to get better and we need to do better. But then we also need to say and be able to say, you know what, I'm, I'm human and therefore I have compassion for myself as a fallible human being who makes mistakes. So whether it's sort of the little day to day kind of things or or bigger things that maybe are more impactful, even when you come up short, even when you make a mistake or you fail at something, have compassion for yourself and remember that you're a human being. It's somewhere in that middle area that's the sweet spot. We don't want to be too far on the side of demanding perfection of ourselves and beating ourselves up every time we come up short in any way and be in absolute grind mode a thousand percent of the time. We don't want to be too far on that end, but we also don't want to be too far on the other end where we have just nothing but compassion and it's all okay. And I can do whatever I want and it's all fine because I'm a human being. That leads us to not improving and not growing because we do need to have some standards. We do need to say, okay, this part needs to get better and I need to work on this. So find that balance in the middle. And this is something that you know your meditation practice your time that you take with your own thoughts and your inner world your you know close friends or people that you have to talk to and get some perspective because that's one of the things that can help with that is sometimes we we lose perspective right when we get too caught up in one side or the other it's usually that we don't have perspective of what the situation really is in our life and sometimes that perspective and that awareness can come from our own inner world and exploring that and meditating and listening to our thoughts and being the observer within ourselves. And sometimes that perspective can also come from outside sources where somebody might be able to say to you, dude, you know what, actually you're being kind of too hard on yourself here. You're doing a lot of good things. Don't sweat this one mistake that you had. Sometimes it takes, you know, somebody else to be willing to say that, but whether it's somebody else in some conversation or it's yourself, remember to continually work to kind of find that balance where you are working and growing and improving and you are having standards and you're raising those standards and you're getting better over time, but you also have compassion for yourself as a fallible human being along the way. Let's talk about the four pillars of erection. There are basically four things that need to be in place in order for us to have any erection at all and certainly for us to have good, strong erections on a regular basis. So what I want to do quickly is go through what these four pillars are, and then talk about one or two kind of key action items that we can take in each area. It's not going to be an exhaustive list of everything that we can do in each one of those areas. What it is going to be is one or two kind of key things where maybe it'll serve as a reminder, or it'll give you something to work on in that particular area. So again, there's four pillars that are required for us to have good erections. The first is neurotransmitters, right? So what this largely boils down to not exclusively, but a big part of it is dopamine. Dopamine is absolutely crucial in the arousal uh, mechanism. And in order for us to have good erections, we need to have sufficient dopamine levels. And of course, these things need to be all balanced neurotransmitters and the way that those play into arousal are not just as simple as say, as saying, okay, what is your dopamine level? But it's a big one. And it's the one that often has the biggest effect either positively or negatively. So, something like your porn habit. Guys who are in a porn habit, what that's what is that going to do? It's going to gradually screw up your dopamine response system. If you're doing nothing all day, that's going to screw up your dopamine response system. So, kind of the big takeaway, the big kind of key action item when it comes to dopamine is do stuff. That's how we get healthy, natural dopamine and support our dopamine levels is going out and doing stuff, especially doing stuff that's hard and challenging, especially doing stuff that's new and exciting, especially doing stuff that we know is working us toward our goals that we really desire. The more we go out and do, the more our body's going to produce dopamine in response to that and the healthier and more balanced our dopamine levels are going to be. So that's the first pillar is neurotransmitters. The second pillar is hormones. We gotta have sufficient and sufficiently balanced hormones in order to have strong erection. Now, you're probably thinking about testosterone. Of course, that's very important, but having a balance here is actually very important as well because as it turns out, actually estrogen, we have, as men, we have some estrogen in our body as well. And it's actually very important for arousal. One of the things that will happen sometimes with guys taking certain supplements that supposedly raise testosterone and the way that they do that is by reducing the conversion of testosterone to estrogen. One of the things that can happen with that is you actually lower estrogen levels too much and the symptoms of low estrogen can often be very similar to the symptoms of low testosterone, which is low libido and weak erections and you know reduced bone strength and a lot of these things that come from having too low of estrogen. So we don't necessarily just wanna max everything out. We need to have it in balance but hormones are absolutely crucial. A few of the big things that we can do with hormones, of course, our diet, your nutrition is gonna play a big part in this. Another thing is intense exercise. And notice that I said intense because that is really the difference maker. The number one factor that's going to determine what the hormonal impact is coming out of any workout is how intense did you get? It doesn't really matter so much exactly what you're doing. It doesn't really matter so much how long you're doing it although too long can drag your hormones down. But what really matters is, are you getting intense enough? And then the other thing with hormones is sleep. And not only getting good sleep, but also stopping eating early enough before sleep, because that is when most of our hormones are produced. So if we're talking about hormones, we really can't have a hormone conversation without looking at sleep, because that's when the majority of our testro- testosterone, for example, the majority of our testosterone is actually produced while we're sleeping. Same thing for human growth hormone and a lot of these other ones. So, we need to get regular sleep that's enough sleep, that's good quality sleep. And we need to allow that sleep to actually be restful where our body can do what it's designed to do during that time instead of digesting a bunch of food. So, make sure you're cutting off eating early enough, at least three hours before you go to bed, preferably four is even better stop eating early enough get good sleep and get enough of it get some intense exercise and make sure you're eating well those are probably the biggest things to do when it comes to hormones so that's the second pillar right the first one is neurotransmitters primarily supporting dopamine and then the second thing is hormones primarily testosterone but having our hormones balanced overall the third pillar is blood flow. We gotta have good blood flow if we're gonna have good erections, absolutely crucial. You can have the other things in place and if your blood flow sucks, you're not gonna have good erections. Two real big things with that, one is staying hydrated. Staying hydrated makes a huge difference in how your blood flow is and how that feeds into erections. Something as simple as being dehydrated can have a very negative effect on Uh, erections. And then the other part of blood flow is just being overall healthy and lean, right? If we're overweight, if we're carrying a bunch of extra fat, if we're eating like shit, if we're not really taking care of our body, of course, we're going to start to have issues with our cardiovascular system and our blood flow over time. So we want to be in general, taking care of ourselves in a way that's going to support our cardiovascular system and then stay hydrated. That's a big one. And that's an easy one to fall away from. It's an easy one to kind of get off track even if maybe you went on a stretch for three months or six months or a year where you were really staying hydrated. And by the way, staying hydrated is not just about water. We need to also be getting sufficient sodium as well as the other electrolytes like potassium and magnesium. Hydration is not just about water, but of course that's gonna be a big piece. And it's an easy one to fall away from where again, you might go a year where you're really focusing on that and then you just kind of fall away from it. And all of a sudden, you know, a few months go by and you recognize, man, I just haven't really been drinking enough water. It's kind of one of those things that we need to remind ourselves over and over again and be willing to check over and over again and look at, okay, what have I actually been doing in recent days? Am I drinking enough water? Do I need to up that so that I can actually be hydrated? So the first three pillars of erections, neurotransmitters, especially dopamine, hormones, especially testosterone, blood flow. And then the fourth pillar is muscles. It's a muscular process. This is a big one that a lot of people don't really pay attention to and don't really understand. It is a muscular process getting erections. We have muscles that surround the base of the penis. You have your root muscles, your overall pelvic floor, the psoas muscle, something that I've talked about before, the psoas muscle, which is basically sort of runs inside your, your hips, essentially. It's between your hip bones and your, and your pelvic floor. That's where the psoas muscles are. And there's a study that we talked about a while ago that there was a linear correlation between the volume of the psoas muscle and sexual satisfaction and performance. So whether you're talking about your psoas muscles or your root muscle or the muscles specifically sort of around the base of your penis, we gotta remember that it is a muscular process. So if we want to not only have good erections now, but if we want to maintain those as the years go on, or if you're in a situation where you want to improve your erections, we need to remember to work on the muscular part of that. And The two big things that I would say for today on that are number one, of course, be doing your Kegels and reverse Kegels every day. You can use an app if you're on iOS called Stamina, S-T-A-M-E-N-A. There's other apps as well. They're basically just timers. The important thing is definitely do both sides of that where you're working both the squeeze or the Kegel as well as the push or reverse Kegel. And I have other episodes, by the way, if those terms are new to you or you know, reverse Kegel, if you're not sure what that is or whatever, go on Spotify, go to the main show page and uh, search Kegels and you can find previous episodes where we've talked about that. So when it comes to the muscle part, first thing is be doing Kegel training every day, uh, Kegels and reverse Kegels. And then the other one is goddess pose. Again, this is something I've talked about before as well a couple of times, but man, it is incredibly effective. Here's what goddess pose is, how you can do it to support the muscular part Of your erections. Goddess pose is basically an isometric hold in a squat, but it is a wide squat. So, the way that you're gonna set up for this is you're gonna get into a wider squat position, not insanely wide and wide as you possibly can, but pretty wide, and then get your legs out to 45 degree angles and your feet in line with your legs. So, you're kind of in this wider stance. Your feet and your legs are pointed out at 45 degree, approximately 45 degree angles, and then you're gonna lower into a full squat position at about the 90 degree position, right? Where your legs are parallel to the ground. And as you hold that position, you also want to hold a root squeeze. So you're going to hold a Kegel squeeze while you hold that goddess pose. It's very simple. Certainly looks very simple. It is very simple to do, but incredibly effective because of the way that it really supports and builds and strengthens your entire root, which your overall root, we talk about our root in terms of our pelvic floor, but really our root not only includes our pelvic floor, but it includes your glutes and your hamstrings and all the things that basically connect you to the earth. And when you're doing goddess pose, it is a fantastic and very effective way to work that entire root, both your legs and up into your pelvic floor, including, and especially kind of the combination of the very deepest part of your legs and where they sort of merge into and connect with your pelvic floor. And when we can strengthen not only our pelvic floor with Kegels, but when we can also strengthen those other muscles that it connects to, blood flow goes up. And because it is a muscular process, the stronger those muscles are, the better the erections you're going to have. This is one that don't overlook the power and the effectiveness of just doing goddess pose every day no matter what other exercises you're doing, I would highly recommend doing goddess pose every day. You can hold it for anywhere from 30 seconds to a couple minutes. You can add weight if you wanna add challenge to it. But again, the basic idea is hold your root squeeze, hold your Kegel squeeze, get those legs out to a 45 degree angle in a wide squat position, lower down as far as you can go up to about 90 degrees where you're parallel to the ground, and then hold that and hold that squeeze. Stay in nasal breathing, stay focused. Man, very simple, but very, very effective. So those are the four pillars of erections, neurotransmitters, hormones, blood flow, and the muscular aspect of that. So if you're having some kind of erection challenges, make sure you look at all four of those areas and figure out, okay, what do I need to fix? Because if you are having not as good of erections as you would like to have, there are some things going on in one or more of those four areas. And even if you're having good erections, remember that as the years go on, we need to maintain those four areas, those four pillars in order to continue to have good erections, which I know that you want to have. So as always, I'm here to support you. Again, Inner Circle is gonna be opening up very soon to you guys. I'm looking forward to a lot of you guys joining us in there. If you have questions or feedback, you can always shoot me a text, uh, 801-742-1439. Really appreciate you guys. Go out and kick ass. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.